finally got an interview for the dream job. Um, and after working with him, I got it. And it was simple and it was easy. Yeah, uh, I've, I've really enjoyed the journey. Um... Oh, has it helped? Yes, it absolutely has. Um, it's definitely helped in knowing the market a lot better and knowing how to like how to put myself out there like i would never ever have touched my linkedin ever i i didn't see linkedin as a valuable resource at all so in saying that it already has proven to be really what valuable. i say i think you guys are you guys are great and change change people lives and it makes a lot of difference Um, deliver at a, at a very high level. Um. It was really enjoyable. You learn a lot. Um, it was really easy going step by step. Before we ended, so that was uh, I think session five. The, the interview session. Uh, if you ask me, was my favorite out of all the other six sessions. So it's not only helped me in my personal um, branding, but it's helped me now on my on the business side um, where I feel very, very capable to to go into, you know. Super legends, superheroes, and superstars. My name is Dre, and welcome to another episode of the Hot Hire Podcast. We are live on YouTube, live on Facebook, and live on LinkedIn. So, boom, I'm excited. So, guys, if you're watching live, let me know where you are from in the world and drop in your favorite emoji. If you're watching the replay, you know what to do hashtag replay. So, today, I've got a special guest and Caitlin Dickinson. I've actually had her on before and it would have been oh, probably maybe four or five months ago. And I'm going to have to apologize because I made a real hash of the, of the show because I changed the microphone and the sound was just terrible. So guys, if you have any questions, please let us know, drop them in the comments and then we will do our very best to answer them. So before we kick off, grab yourselves a cup of tea, a cup of coffee, some biscuits, and some Velcro, because we are about to rip it up. So I want to give a huge warm welcome to Caitlin Dickinson. Hello. How's <laughs> Yeah, really good, thanks. How about you? I am amazing, sensational. How was um, your Christmas and New Year? Oh, it was lovely. Um, yeah, a little bit quieter than a normal Christmas and New Year's, I think. Um, but still lots of fun spending with family and friends. How about you? Yeah, good stuff. Mine was really quiet, so I was just on the, the computer just working away. So yeah. firstly, I want to say a big sorry to you for the last time that we, uh, that we caught up and I've done the podcast. And man, you, completely killed it. You absolutely killed it. And then I changed, I had a different microphone, changed the setting and the sound on my end was just terrible so please forgive me but um 
this is going to be fire, absolute fire today. Absolutely. So, no need to apologize. Gives us the opportunity to catch up twice, right? Yes, it does. It does. I love that. All right. So do you want to tell us a little, little bit about yourself and what you do? Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, my name's Caitlin. I'm the owner and founder of Caitlin Murray Resumes. Um, when I'm not working, I like going to the beach, baking, traveling, doing a bit of aerial silks. Um, other than that, I'm working my business a lot of the time. Okay. All right. Well, 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 well. okay. We don't, we don't want to skip over that. You need to tell me about the, the aerial silks. Cause I've seen you like your Facebook and your Instagram, and then you're on like you're doing, you're on this, on this silk, you're doing all these twirls and like, and it looks like that you kind of drop from like really high up and then like you just you're that way, you know, uh, that far away from the floor. So like, tell me, how did you get into that? And are, is that something that you do like for fun? Do you do it every week? And yeah, tell me more. Yeah. I mean, you summed it up perfectly. That's exactly what I do. Um, <laughs> no, so I got into it a few years ago, um, completely by accident, actually. I rocked up to a place thinking I was going to do a dance class, just doing something a bit different for fitness. Um, and they were on a different timetable schedule and it ended up being an aerial silks class. And so I was like, oh, well, I'm here. I might as well give it a go. Um, and yeah, never looked back since. So I do it about twice a week now, um, ever since. And yeah, just do it for a hobby, but absolutely love it. Okay, do you, have you ever like fallen? Like, do you hurt yourself or, cause like you're really high up. I can't see any sort of like harnesses or anything to, you know, like to keep you like safe. Yeah, no, there's no harnesses, um, but we do work with crash mats when we're practicing. Um, when we perform, we don't always use a crash mat, sort of depending on the level of difficulty of the performance. Um, but no, I've definitely had my share of falls and injuries, um, but it's all part of the learning process, I think. Yeah, awesome. All right, do you want to tell me what's, what motivates you and what drives you? What are you driven by? Yeah, for sure. Um, so with my business, a big motivator for me was wanting to really help people. I think with a lot of the clients that I see that come through is they have the skills and the qualifications already there to be applying for the sorts of jobs that they want to be going for, um, but they might not necessarily have the confidence or the know-how how to articulate that properly into a resume and throughout the interview process. Um, so a big part of what I want to be able to do is to be able to break down that barrier. Um, that seems to be a little bit intimidating for clients when they're applying for jobs, right, of having to get this resume right that accurately reflects who they are. Um, so I really love working with clients, working out what their desires and dreams are and how I can help mm. mediate that process from one step to the next. I love that. And you love what you do, don't you? Because last time we caught up, we were talking about this. And I was saying, look, I, yeah, I'm very good at doing resumes, but I don't like that. I don't do it anymore. But I don't like doing them because it just, mm -hmm. for me, it takes a lot of like energy to sit down, like think about like constructing sentences and, and all that. And it takes me, it takes me ages. But yeah. You, yeah. Just, and it's not for life. everyone. And that's why there's one of you and one of me, right? We can help out different aspects <laughs> of the spectrum. Um, but no, it sort of was something that I developed back when I was doing my bachelor at university. We had um, one of the core subjects that you have to do with the university I went to was business writing skills. Um, and I was really lucky to have a really great lecturer who didn't just want to teach us how to write essays and reports that you might never use again once you leave university, right? Um, they wanted to teach us how to write resumes and cover letters and emails and things that you're actually going to use in your life. 
Um, and it was through this course that I really decided that I love this and I kind of had a knack for it, which sort of helps develop your passion for something, right? When you've already got a little bit of a knack for it. Um, and so then after that left, I started helping friends and family writing their resumes and helping people get jobs. And yeah, it was just sort of a natural progression for me to realize this is something that I could actually do and actually could help a lot of people with. Mm, I love that. And then your, your favorite part of the process, what is your favorite part of the process? Is it, so for example, you know, when, when that, um, when that person's, you know, like giving you a call or dropped you an email, just said, hey, Caitlin, yeah, thank you so much. You know, I've just received a job or is it, you know, actually sitting down and, you know, like trying to work things out, like the problem solving? I do love the problem solving part, but I think I get the most satisfaction when they call me back and go, I got a job interview or that moment when they first see the resume, when they look at it and go, hey, you're right, this, this, this is me. This is, you've got me to a T on a piece of paper and they wouldn't have ever thought of articulating it that sort of way, just to see their face and realise their potential and they so, sort of start to realise what they're capable of. Mm. I love that. All right. So, so if there's people that are watching um, and they're thinking, oh, you know, love Caitlin. Um, is she able to help me with my resume? Do you do, because there's so many different industries, do you do all like industries? Uh, do you do like private and government? So I know that I, I used to stay away from government because I know that there's so many like different criteria. So, um, yeah, what do you do for your clients? Yeah, so I'm fairly similar in you that I work with a lot of different occupations, um, tend to steer away from government and medicine a little bit just because of there are very specific qualifications um, depending on the job role that might need to be applied for. Um, in saying that, I have done a couple. I've just It's just taken me a little bit longer in the research type of things, um, but it's definitely been a learning process throughout the way. I think when I first started, you know, you have such a, a limited experience pool and then the, the more you work, the more you learn. And I'm sure you can sort of resonate with this as, as much as we have something to teach the clients, they've got something to teach us. And I feel like I've developed so much as a writer over the past few years. All right. And for you to like upskill, do you have any sort of like mentors or coaches that you look up to or... You know, do you read any sort of like books or listen to like any like podcasts and not just, you know, like our industry, but like other industries mm -hmm. as well? Yeah, definitely. Um, so, yeah, I'm working with a mentor at the moment. Um, she's amazing. She's such an incredible woman um, and listen to lots of podcasts, do lots of reading. Um, I suppose one book that sort of stands out for me at the moment is called The Slight Edge. Have you heard of Ooh. that book? I don't, I don't, no, not the slight edge. I don't think I've Yeah, it's so it's by this author called Jeff Olson. Um, great book, would highly recommend. Um, but the whole concept around the slight edge is using the tools and the skills that you already have with, inside you and just sort of igniting those and putting them into place in the world to really ignite what your desires and your dreams and towards your success in your own life. And I think that sort of resonated with me in the fact that so many of my clients, like I said before, come to me with these skill sets already with inside them, but don't know how to articulate them properly. So mm. just being able to find that slight edge in your resume to put you sort of above the other candidates is really important. So yeah, great book, would highly recommend. <laughs> Brilliant. Right, so say for instance, uh, actually, so with your clients, are there, you know, sort of like common things that you see, like mistakes, what would be like three common mistakes that you see from, you know, res like from your clients when they're, they're giving you like their resumes? 
it's hard to say the common mistakes because each resume is different and some resumes I would say that you should have specific things on there and others that you shouldn't. Um, I suppose one thing that I'd really want to highlight for people, it's because a lot of, not a lot of people know about this and it's called the ATS. Um, have you worked with the ATS? Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. ATS stands for Applicant Tracking System. Um, so I don't know for anyone who's listening, if you're applying for jobs and you feel like you've got all the skills and qualifications that they list in the job description and you're a shoo-in for this interview and you apply and then you don't even get a callback. So basically there's this thing called the ATS and 87% of companies are using an ATS now. So when you submit your resume online, um, if a company has an applicant tracking system in place, your resume will be uploaded into a database for this system to track through your resume to see if it will get submitted into the next group of candidates. And basically what they're looking for is they're scanning your resume for particular keywords and key phrases that they're used in the job description and they're trying to find enough matches. And if there's not enough matches with these keywords and phrases, your resume won't even get a look in by a human. So basically it's really, really important to go through the job description and find those keywords and phrases that they've used on a couple of different occasions because then they're obviously important to the employer, right? And then trying to put these in throughout your resume. So then let's say you get past applicant tracking software and you get through to the first group of candidates. You then want to make sure that these keywords and phrases are put through your resume in a really readable way because then that's going to be put in front of a human right so you don't want to just be dot pointing throughout your resume these keywords and phrases because then you'll get to the hiring manager and they're like mm, i see what they've done here um so it's really important to sort of entwine those throughout your resume so it reads into a really good narrative it sounds super complicated, but once you've done it a number of times, it can be really broken down into a really simple process. And that's sort of what I'm here for. So to break down that process. And when I work with clients, I like to explain how all of this works. So they get taken on the journey of the transformation from their resume from point A to point B. And so they walk away with not just a document, but a little bit more knowledge about the industry and sort of how they can work towards these things in the future for themselves as well. Somebody call Roger Federer because you just smashed that. Love that. <laughs> Love that information. That's brilliant. Right, so I'm thinking about some of the things that I used to see. So mm. on, um, yeah, back when I was applying for jobs, there would have been applied for this job, and on my resume, it was a, it would have been a sales job, and on mm. my resume, I put something like, oh, "I've got great attention to detail," mm -hmm. and it would have been oh, maybe like a week. Or a couple of weeks went past and I was like, oh, I haven't heard anything about this job. I'll, you know, I'll give them a call. So they actually put me through to the hiring manager. I spoke to the hiring manager and he said, Dre, you are so lucky. Because you're on the phone, I wasn't going to like give you a call. So we were just going to reject your, your resume. Because on your resume, you said that you've got great attention to detail, but there's uh, a couple of grammatical errors and, like, and spelling mistakes. Yeah. <laughs> we're just so lucky. And do you know, I've seen that. I've seen that a lot with um, yeah, yeah, like candidates, and you have to be so yeah, so careful. So careful. Hundred percent. Yeah, absolutely. Proofreading is so important. But I will commend you on giving the follow up call as well. I always highly recommend that to my clients. If you don't hear anything back, giving that follow up call um, because it does show your passion and it shows that you're interested and it shows that you're dedicated and you have the ability to make those follow up calls on your decisive actions as well. So it's a really good thing you got the call. Yeah. All right. I'm just trying to think of some other questions and 
I've had this before where people have said to me, Dre, do you think I should put my my hobbies and interests on on a resume? So normally I would say, you know, it depends what the job is and it depends how big the resume is and what sort of information that you've got in there. So I believe that um, everything comes down to your personality because you need to get your foot in the door and Mm -hmm. it's very difficult to do that on 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 a resume on a couple of pages so um i always say if you can do it however if you can't then you know you're not yeah you're not gonna i guess like die or anything like that have you got any thoughts or comments around that yeah so usually i recommend not putting your hobbies on the resume (laughs) but it it (laughs) completely depends on the type of job that you're going for though right like your hobbies could absolutely feed really well into the job more so i would recommend probably putting your hobby hobbies in your cover letter um so then you can give a little bit more of a narrative around the hobbies and how the hobby sort of pertains to the job itself um rather than not putting it on a resume um but in saying that i mean if you were going for a skydiving instructor then maybe putting on there that you like daredevil and you like travel and flying is a great thing to put on your resume you know it really does depend on the type of job that you're going for um more often than not i would say not to and you can always put it into your cover letter um but yeah it completely depends and like another question i get asked quite a bit is whether you put your photo on your resume or not um which is a touchy topic because you can very easily go one way or the other i i usually recommend that you don't um only because it can sometimes create a way for unconscious bias from employers um and you don't want to think that that's the case but it can um and yeah and then also think about whether your appearance really does matter to the job at the end of the day yeah that's right and i guess nowadays um like what what hiring managers and recruiters do they will just look you up on linkedin anyway type your name into google Precisely. hunt you down on on facebook instagram TikTok, myspace like yeah mm-hmm. absolutely wherever. which is why it's also so important to keep your linkedin profile up to date as well because hiring managers will look for you there <laughs> Yeah, and make sure that that matches up to your resume, like with all the, like the date and the responsibilities. What you were saying, you've just reminded me of something. So do you think that you should have a cover letter with every job that you apply for? Yeah, I do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I don't think it can ever be a hindrance. Um, if the employer isn't interested in reading it, then they're just not going to read it. Um, you're better to have one there and for them not to want to read it than to not have one there and then want to read one. Um, your cover letter will only complement your resume. It will never go against anything that's on your resume. Um, so I always think it's better to have it there. Yeah, and you know what? So when I was a recruiter, I used to love people. So me, myself, I'd hate actually putting a cover letter and sending it out with each job. Mm-hmm. But when people were for jobs like with me that for companies that I was representing I loved it when they'd send the cover letter because yeah. if I was actually present them all the, I wouldn't have to like rewrite well I maybe rewrite a little bit so most of the work was already done for me and it was easier for me to sell them onto onto the client and get them an interview correct yeah and you get a better idea of their personality and who they are as a person rather than just sort of a list of key skills and attributes on a piece of paper right Mm. all right caitlin how do people get hold of you what's the best way for people to get hold of you if they want to work with you 
Yeah, absolutely. So definitely check out my website, which is CaitlinMarieResumes.com. Um, also on social media. So you can look me up, Caitlin Marie Resumes on Instagram or Facebook. Um, feel free to message me there or submit an online form through my website. I would love to be in contact with you guys. Brilliant. I've got to say your Insta and your website is, yeah, fire, absolute fire. Thank you. So is yours. <laughs> <laughs> thank you all right so very last question which i ask now which asks all guests so do you have either a dad joke because i'm obsessed with dad jokes maybe a quote uh, something inspirational something motivational something empowering something of value that you'd like to share like anything at all what would you like to leave the audience with yeah for sure so i'm going to leave the dad jokes to you this time uh, but yeah, one of my favorite quotes is build your own dreams or someone else will hire you to build theirs for them. I love that. I love that. So Caitlin, just want to say a massive thank you to you. You are an absolute superstar. Also, once again, I want to apologize for the microphone issue last time. Thank you for, for coming back. I really appreciate you. I love what you're doing. You are one of the coolest, one of the nicest people. Um, yeah, I know, and just thank you for being here. Thanks, Ray. It's been a pleasure.